0: Little D's, little D's Daddy's home. I'm back, guys. Um ooh, it's been almost a month since I've talked to you guys. I have some explaining to do. Um, so God, where do I start? So as you know, um I think I left off before I think it was March fourth was my last episode. I, I'm not sure. I don't have myself in front of me. Um so I ship my stuff out. March 4th to get there March 9th to LA that is and and then I get a nasty ear infection which is karma for you know cyberbullying my nieces you know um so I'm half deaf I'm deaf in my left ear so I'm like fuck I cannot go I can't fly cuz if my right ear craps out blows up on the plane I'm going to be deaf and I can't, I can't see as it is, and I can't hear, I'm going to be Helen Keller, so, um, oh my god, don't be offended, don't, don't, don't turn this off, um, so yeah, so then I had to postpone, and then other stuff happened, and it was just, I could not leave New York, I had so much stuff to do, so then I get to LA last week, this is Friday the 19th, I land, and then, um, you know, I was just getting acclimated, trying to plant some seeds. You know, I, I'm trying to move back out there. I mean, whoever takes me first, New York or LA, whoever gives me a job. Um, but I'm kind of hoping LA because I just, I don't know, I love LA. Even though I shat on it so many times, I love New York, but I just need change at the moment. I've been cooped up here for a minute. I need change. Um, anyway, so that. Tuesday or that Monday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to record my episode. I'm going to do it. So I wake up at 4 a.m. So that's 7 a.m. LA. I'm sorry, that's 7 a.m. New York time, but 4 a.m. Cali time. Because I, you know, I'm not on, uh, I'm still on East Coast time. So I wake up early to do my episode. I go get a coffee. And then I come back to do it Then I realize Fuck My soundboard And my microphones Are in my friend's room I could I cannot wake this girl up it's, It's fucked up So I was like You know what I'll just do it tomorrow So um You know I'm having fun I see my friends Then I get a text from my family Your aunt isn't doing well And uh My aunt has cancer And it's spread And it's just It's not looking good So um I Flew home for My family To be with my family And stuff And um it's so heavy, you know, it's hard to see one of your loved ones sick like this, and seeing everyone grieve, and we all grieve in different ways, and it's, everyone's emotional, it's just, it's sad, and I think the saddest part is that my aunt is so coherent, you know, like other people that get sick, sometimes they lose it, they're not coherent, they're unconscious or whatever, but this woman is just, she's a fighter, and she's just coherent and it's it's weird talking to someone that's you know most likely going to pass away I mean of course you know um so it's just been very heavy so I haven't been able to record an episode um but I think this would have been I said to myself this is going to be therapeutic you love doing this so go ahead and do an episode I, I really enjoy this. It felt so right sitting here with my mic and just setting up. I, I love it. I really do, even though I don't get paid for it. I just... I enjoy it. I enjoy it, and what, maybe one day I'll have a co-host and big bag of money. Who knows? But um, I'm back in New York for a minute. Uh, what else? I um, I got vaccinated, which is great. I got the Moderna. The good old Moderna. Moderna. Um, I wanted to get the Moderna one because Dolly Parton funded it and my goal was to turn into Dolly Parton I thought I was going to turn into Dolly Parton but um, I did not so the first uh, shot I got it made me super tired and I go for my second one in a couple of weeks but I heard that Moderna <laughs> makes you sick so I'm not looking forward to that, but I have friends that had Pfizer, and they also got sick, and I didn't want to get the Johnson & Johnson one, because I want to be, I think the Johnson & Johnson one is 72% effective, and girl, I need to, I need to be protected, if you know what I'm saying, I need to be good, good, and that's it, I want two shots, so um. Yeah, I got it, and I was super tired from it, but no effects, so I'm waiting for the second one. Um, Yeah. Oh, see, I lost my train of thought. Thank God I I, I get to edit this. So I did not have an ear infection. It turns out it was TMJ. I went to urgent care twice, and she kept giving me eardrops, and I'm like, okay, it's not working. So then I finally got an appointment at the ENT, ears, nose, throat doctor. And um, he looked in my ear. He said, your ear's fine looked at everything and he was like it's tmj i must be grinding my teeth because of stress you know it's a big move i have a lot going on with my family i'm kind of up in the air with this move and i just think it's stress so um my ear got better in like a week which it was so weird because it felt exactly like an ear infection so i will be back soon this summer is going to be weird you know dating after covid. Well, I guess covid will probably still be here, but there'll be much less and people will be vaccinated. But it's going to be funny like people and their dating profiles. It's going to be like Moderna, Pfizer, or Johnson & Johnson. They're going to probably mention it in their profiles. I probably won't until we start talking and be like, "I'm vax, bro." But it's weird that you have to ask that question. "Are you vax, bro?" Are you vaxed? Um I'm not sure if I even know how to talk to people anymore. I really don't. So um that's going to be interesting going on a date. It's been probably yeah, the summer was probably the last date I've been on or September. Um so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be odd navigating that. Um I feel like I just haven't talked to anybody in a while. Like obviously I deleted all my dating apps, but I'm, I'm gonna get back on, y'all. I'm gonna get back on after I'm fully vaccinated because mom is 30. I'm 30 years old. I need to I need to do something. So um that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun and it's gonna give me a lot of content. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And maybe being held by a man. <laughs> so looking forward to it. So, I'm back in New York at the moment. Um, I'm going to fly back to l a uh, maybe mid April. I have some unfinished business <laughs> so, um, I saw a good amount of my friends, but it's hard with the covid and whatnot so um, I can't wait to go back fully vaccinated um I wish I could be like, "Oh." I could revisit some guys I dated. No, because I'm a Scorpio, and when I'm done, I'm done. But yeah, I, I was in L.A. for probably like four or five days, and um, I couldn't really think because I was grieving basically a family member that hadn't yet passed away. And um, it's just really sad because cancer just fucking cancer just kills so many people a year and you just never really think it could happen in your family. And you know, it's here and it's, it's not good. It's a silly thing to say, but you just, you know, you go through life and not thinking shit will happen to you or your family. And and it does. And it, it hits hard and it just feels fake. It feels fake. But, um, you know, we've been seeing my aunt and, um, it's been nice talking to her and stuff, but it's been really difficult so there you have it i'm I talked about my family for a minute um like I said in the past, I don't really like to talk about family on this podcast because I just want to you know protect them and not talk about them, but I felt like it was necessary to talk about um I love my family it's it's been it's been really sad but anyway um let's get back to the show my little d's we need to start laughing we all grieve differently and i like to you know i like to make jokes and make people laugh and that's my way of coping with things so um i'm it feels so good to hold this microphone again and just sit and just talk into it um i missed it so much i really did this makes me so happy even though I don't have that many listeners. Well, I think I don't have that many listeners. Uh, but it just it feels good. It feels natural holding a mic, you know? You know. So let's talk about it. Not this, but you know. Um, so last night I was searching the interweb and um I came across a ghastly, grisly, awful site. Michael Strahan. Beloved Michael Strahan, cuddly, lovable Michael Strahan, got his gap fixed. You know what I'm talking about. He has a very prominent gap in his teeth, and he got it fixed, and I nearly dropped my phone. I am devastated about this news. I cannot comprehend it. They look too fake the teeth. They look like they're very white, very large. He's he's very he's still very handsome. He's still very hot. If he called me up, I'd be there in a minute. But I don't know, I just felt like his gap was such as his it was his signature. Like I don't even recognize him this man. It looks so weird. It just changes his whole appearance. I just can't comprehend it, um, but I have a friend who's who's been in the industry for a while, and he's like, he said, "I'm pretty sure it's an April Fool's joke because I'm recording this the day before April Fool's Day," and I'm um, I'm like I fucking hope I I cried about it. I didn't really cry about it, but I was I was actually emotional about it. I just love Michael Strahan. I I miss him on the Kelly Ripa show. Well, live with Kelly and Michael. I thought they were the best co-hosts since Regis. But um, that Gap. We want the Gap back. We would like your Gap back. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get bumper stickers. Bring the bring the Gap back. <laughs> free Britney and bring the Gap back. When i when I was in L.A., I had two things in my mind. Well, actually, one thing: free Britney Spears. But when I come back. We're gonna free the gap. Actually, no. I think Michael Strahan lives in New York. So anyway, I gotta do this before I go to LA. I gotta find him and yell at him. So Michael Strahan, if you're listening, you might want to get a restraining order against me because I'm gonna I'm gonna yell at you to get the gap back. Can you imagine? He's gonna be like, "What is Danny DeVito doing yelling at me about my gap?" And be like, "I'm not Danny DeVito. I'm not Danny DeVito. Rude." Although I love Danny DeVito. Okay, um, what else do I have on my list? So every everyone's up in arms about this next one. Prince Charles is named the sexiest bald guy in the world. Like, who the fuck put who the fuck came up with that? First of all. I don't think he's ugly. I don't, and I think it his charm is because he's rich and he's a prince. And the fact of the matter is he's going to become a king one day. I'm pretty sure. I forgot how that stuff works. But um, I don't think he's the sexiest bald guy alive. Mine are Jason Tha- Jason Thatham. I don't know why it's... Why can't... Faith Tha- Why do I sound like I have a speech impediment? I don't know how to say his name. Jason Thatham? Let me look it up okay yes apparently i have a speech impediment i think his last name is jason statham oh there i said it oh my god i am not fucking editing that out because that's life so i have a list of hot bald guys here so oh no not him ll LL cool j uh he's very handsome vin diesel yeah i i could see that who else the rock yeah the rock is very hot i like the rock he's a good personality too Mr. Clean, get the fuck out of here with your anime shit. Um, Tyrese Gibson, very handsome. Tom, Actually, you know what? Tom Hardy's probably my number one. I was going to say Stanley Tucci, but I just feel like I weigh twice as much as Stanley Tucci. But I just like Stanley Tucci because he's from Westchester. He's Italian and... He's very versatile with his acting roles, so I, I do love him. Who else is on this list? Tay, Tay Diggs, very handsome. Someone put Voldemort on this from Harry Potter, not that I've ever seen it. Um, who else is on this list? There's so many. Oh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis looks really good for his age. Bruce Willis is probably in his late 60s. Pipple, I don't see it. I'm sorry. Um, but fucking Prince Charles? Like, absolutely not. I just, there's so many more hot men uh, on this list. There's balding men, <laughs> but um, I think the category is bald men. Um, I wonder how many actors would be actually bald if they didn't get hair plugs and stuff. I'm just curious because you know, you know I'm talking about, Travolta. Not that he's hot or anything, but it looks like he has a fucking skunk in his head. Um so I think I'm gonna give this to Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's hot. Tom Hardy can get it. Tom Hardy's bald. I just found out Tom Hardy is not bald. He had to shave his head for certain movie roles. So this goes to Jason Statham. So I know this is old news, but are we surprised that J Lo and A-Rod broke up? No? No one? Okay, good. So I just want to start this off by saying, I fucking hate A Rod. I don't like him. New York doesn't claim claim him. We don't care for him. He's just not. He's just not cool. <laughs> like putting it plain and simple, he's just all like uncool. Um. I don't know. I just felt like it was a weird ass relationship. I think J Lo just needs, like, a hot mechanic you know what i'm saying like don't date someone from the fucking industry but it's hard to meet a hot mechanic (laughs) you know but um i think that's what she needs i think that's what we all need is a hot mechanic a-rod is going to apparently apparently and supposedly he cheated with uh some sort of instagram model i hate that that's a thing nowadays it's like, girl, you're not a model. You just take photos of yourself. You're not signed to an agency. Take several seats. <sighs> anyway, it just sucks because there's kids involved, and it seemed like they were, you know, they were having a lot of fun. It just, it's fucked up when there's kids involved. But um, I, I, you know, I hoped it wasn't true. Who knows if it's true? Who knows if it's not? But that's what is. Sp- circling around does that make sense it's circling around so this next story that broke I might lose some of you but um hear me out so I hope you probably I don't know if you guys watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City but I watched it because I was curious then I got hooked there's this one girl on the show her name's Jen Shaw and Jen Shaw has the most expensive wardrobe she has staff, like, like a eight person staff. She has two assistants. Um, she rents her house, though. That's why I was like, something's up. And um, so she spends all this money. I mean, like, a lot of money in clothes, like run Gucci runway, like crazy Versace outfits that I've only seen J Lo wear to like red carpets. Anyway her husband makes $400,000 a year, which, yeah, that's a lot of money, but to keep up with that lifestyle, to have eight assistants, to have this wardrobe, to have, you know, three kids and all that, it's like something's not adding up, and I, I, I've I had said that in the past. Like, something doesn't make sense. Well, baby girl was arrested for a telemarketing scheme and it allegedly it targeted old folks, like old people. And so she is being charged with that. And I'm just saying the other there's another woman on the show. She has eight houses. She has couture. She wears like runway. Like very expensive clothes. She is addicted to shopping, all this stuff. And supposedly she gets all this money because her husband aka her step-grandpa I swear to god owns restaurants and it just doesn't doesn't add up how do you have eight houses all these clothes and just let me tell you i don't think jen shaw would probably have been caught if it wasn't for the housewives because like i'm sure people the government or whoever's watching is like wait a minute these numbers don't add up. Like, how How do you have all this money? So it's just, it's funny. I mean, we've saw it on New Jersey. We've seen it on every franchise, pretty much. These people live above their means, and it just comes back to bite them in the ass. Just, girl, why do you have to buy a Ferrari? You don't have the money for it. You don't have Buy a Subaru. Buy a Subaru. Shop, shop at Gap, and you'll be fine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't talk about this. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are dating. Mm. Um they're dating and I'm here for it. I think I think it's unexpected. I think um you know, she dates very pretty boys and I think Travis Barker is not a pretty boy, <laughs> but um I think Travis Barker is a good time and I'm happy for her. Scott Disick is dating a 19-year-old. Like that's that's literally barely legal. And um I'm happy for her. So it's age appropriate. I think he's a cool dude. I heard he's a really nice guy, and I'm here for it. I'm gonna coastline it. I think it's great. So Courtney, you do you. I think she looks great. They were at um the UFC fight the other day and um they looked so cute. They looked very happy and who knows if it's going to last, but I think they're having fun, and I, I support it. I think they knew each other for a long time, actually, supposedly. I think they were friends for a while. But um, I I truly hate Scott Disick. I, I hate him. I just don't like him. I just can't. I can't. He just got very lucky. Very, very lucky. Um So that's what I have to say about that. Another weird, well, I wouldn't say another because I don't think Courtney and Travis are weird, but it just it's just different, I should say. A different couple, another different couple, <laughs> so to speak, is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I I don't really I have no feelings towards any of them. I had an awkward moment in an elevator with Megan Fox. Long story short, I was working somewhere. I don't want to say where. And, um, I entered the elevator and I saw a girl I used to work with. And in the elevator, it's Megan Fox, her people, some of the people I work with and the girl I know. And I was like, Oh my God. Hi. We'll call her Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. And, um, she goes oh my god hi Danny how are you I was like it's so crazy seeing you here last time I saw you we were at the Oscars which is true and we were running around as PAs and just um, we had a crazy couple of days working at the Oscars so it was just like weird seeing her and Megan Fox gave me like the dirtiest look because it's like bitch why are you talking number one and number two why haven't I ever been to the Oscars bitch shut up and uh, she just looked at me very very awkwardly like why are you speaking in her defense she was probably threatened by my beauty and the fact that I went to the oscars and she she didn't so hair flip on that one sister also i did hear from from a couple of people that know a couple of people that know a couple of people that machine gun kelly is hung like a horse i heard he's a big penis i heard um what's his face pete davidson is packing he i heard john ham there's a list of people i heard that have big dicks in hollywood and i want to get to the bottom of this (laughs) or under them what okay that's that's aggressive i might be going against the grain here i'm a huge ariana grande fan i love her i love her personality i think she's one of the greatest singers of this era I think she doesn't need auto tune. She's great. I think this is a little D list for her. I mean, I I hate music competition shows. Like I don't like that. I don't like American Idol, The Voice. Like I could give two fucks about. But um, she just announced that she's gonna be one of the judges on the show with John Legend, who I love, uh, and Kelly Clarkson, who I absolutely love. I don't really care about what's his name, Blake blake shelton i don't really know him um i just think she's i think those three people are too big of stars for this but i'm assuming they fucking probably gave her like 20 million dollars this season to do it but um i think she'll i think she'll be good i think she'll be funny like i said she's a good personality so best of luck ari you're gonna kill it Holy shit, I completely forgot about this whole segment I was going to talk about. I found it in my notes, and I'm going to talk about the Royals. I have never, um, I didn't get a chance to tell you my opinion about everything. So um, first of all, I love them. I don't care what anyone says. I love them. I do. But I want to say there's a couple of things I don't believe that they said. So first of all, I think they got paid for the interview. Like 100% they got paid for it. I mean, I heard it's 7 million dollars, but I don't know what the number is. I believe every word, but I find it hard to believe that she didn't google the royal family before uh marrying him or, you know, dating him. I fucking google my dates. I google my dates. I look them up. I look up their YouTube channels and I see if they have a podcast and if they have a, if they have a podcast, I don't go out with them. Um <laughs> what else? Um the press has been awful to Meghan Markle, and I 100% agree with that there are racist undertones with articles and whatnot regarding her. And I don't think it's just that. I think I do think it's racism, but I do think they hate her because she's American. They hate her because she's divorced. They hate her because she's an actress. I think it's all tied in together, but 100%. 100%. And you're an idiot to think that, that that's not true. Um, I think it's fucked up that they didn't provide them with security. So they're, I think they're at risk in the beginning, but right now I think they're even more at risk for uh, something awful to happen to them. I think it's fucked up. Um, and not to mention that they didn't want Archie to have a title. I mean, the, the Royals didn't want him to have a title. I think it's fucked up and uh harry was concerned that history would repeat itself and megan would end up like princess diana i believe that and i think it might be true i mean i think um i think it could have ended up like that you know it's really fucked up and it's isolating and you can't really talk to people and the whole thing that megan made kate cry that's what that was that was the story um, it's actually, I do believe it. it's the reverse that happened, but it's nice it's nice that Kate owned up to it and apologized and sent her flowers and a card, but personally, I wouldn't have brought this up in the interview, even though Oprah brought it up, I would have just said it didn't happen that way, move on, you don't need to, you know, I think she gave a little too many details regarding your, in, your in-laws and brother-in-law, I mean your sister-in-law, Um, I think Megan didn't want the story to get out, but someone at the palace must have contacted the press and spun it, you know, in, in Kate's favor. Um, and this is the scary thing. You guys already know this. I mean, this is like old news that, uh, Megan said there were concerns uh, and conversations about how dark her baby's skin would be, which is fucked up. And everyone has seen the Oprah memes, um, there's so many oprah memes regarding that or oprah's reaction to that um let me tell you and no one does a long pause like oprah she she just knows how to do a long pause she's great um it's just fucked up and i do think it's true people are like oh that's not true she's she's making this up why the fuck would she make this up and why would her husband co-sign that and say yeah it's true when it's not. I mean, I 100% believe it's real. Um Oprah asked who, who was the conversation between. And um, he said, he's not willing to give that information. And that, I think that suggests that it's obviously Kate and will, in my opinion. Um, also Kate had mentioned that she was suicidal at one point. Here's the thing where, um, they lost me. You know, they, they, um, kind of want to be out of the public eye in a way, but do charity work. Why don't you move to fucking upstate New York or like Montana? You know, you pick California where there's paparazzi in every bush and every tree. It's just I don't know. But I like I said, I do believe everything that they're saying. There's only two things I don't believe. Let's get it let's get it straight. So I do think they got paid. And, um, I kind of do think that they wanted to be in the public eye to a certain extent. So they picked, you know, upstate California, you know, Santa Barbara, I believe Santa Barbara, I think it's like two hours from LA or three hours. So they're not away, but they're not too close, you know? Um, so that's what I think. But anyway, um, thank you guys. I'm back. I'm back guys. I'm back. I hope you guys enjoy this episode it's literally all over the place i hadn't I didn't know what to do and I was like I want to do my show today so I did it um I had very little preparation h um today so <laughs> until next time little Ds. um thank you for listening goodbye good night um good day whatever time you're listening to this.